You've got a vision, you've got an idea, you have a business, but you can't seem to move forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible. The show that empowers you to believe, conceive, and achieve your goals. We are your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman. We are business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, wealth strategists, television producers, and content creators who have negotiated multi-million dollar deals. We'll teach you the secret formula to success. Learn how to make your daydream your day job. Find out more at visionpossible.net. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take your business and scale it to the next level. Get ready to transform your life by making your vision possible. Well, hey everyone, welcome to another Vision Possible live teaching. Uh, so glad to uh, see you tuned in today. Um, my name is Nathaniel Spears. I'm one of the teachers here at Vision Possible, uh, where our goal is to make your day dream your day job. And we do that through helping you find your vision, find your mission, find your calling in life, and through that, empower you and give you tools to succeed in that area that you're called to. And so we're really, really excited to have you tuned into this and be a part of this. If you haven't yet, go check out visionpossible.net for more information on who we are, uh, here are to, to read our bios, to learn more about who each of us are. And another way you can learn more about what I'm about to talk about today uh, which is what uh, is part of this book right here. This is what I'll be teaching from today. This is uh, my workbook on convergence. Uh, again, not my word. We talked about this last week. Convergence is is a common term, but um, I put a special spin on this, and it's an interactive workbook. You literally, on the second page of the workbook, there's this QR code. You scan the QR code. It takes you to my website where you get a full-length teaching on this along with additional handouts, and you can follow along in the book as we talk through everything we're gonna talk through. And so um, I go into much more detail in the book about what we're gonna talk about today, um, but um, you can learn more by going to visionpossible.net, clicking on products, and you can see the ways to purchase that uh, there. But without further ado, I wanna jump right into the teaching because that's what you came for. This teaching today is about pinpointing your passion. Pinpointing your passion. What is passion? That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what passion is and how does it interplay into the bigger picture of mission and vision. And so if you did watch my talk, How to Find Your Vision, uh, that talked about the intersection between passion and calling. And when you can find that intersection, when you can find that place where you know that what you're doing fulfills you because it's what you are here on earth to do, that's calling. And then also the passion side, which is what you want to do, what you love to do. And when both of those come together, so not only do you feel fulfilled, but you love every minute of it, man, that's where your vision really takes off. So many people today, I think, live in uh, a world where, they, where they're either uh, really enjoying their life and they love everything that they do, but they're underfulfilled, or they're doing exactly what they know they should be doing, but they don't really love every moment of it. And so that's where we need to break free and really identify what are our passions, what are our, what is our calling. So today is passions, okay? Passions. How do you pinpoint your passion? I like to call passion what you really enjoy. So passion would be something if there was uh, no issues with money, there were no issues with time, you had no responsibilities, what would you be doing? A lot of us uh, try to like trick ourselves into saying, well, I really enjoy doing this. 
but we just say it because we know that's what we should be doing. I want to, I want you to get that out of your mind right now. As we try to pinpoint our passion today, I want you to be brutally honest with yourself and say, no, what do you really enjoy? What do you really want? Not what should you really want? What do you really want? What do you really like? What do you really enjoy? What do you like to do? What would you pay to do? If money was no issue, what would you do for no money? What would you do for volunteer work? I want you to think about that. Those are some questions I'm going to initially pose, but I'm really, really big on questions. So I'm actually going to pull up here some questions that will help you walk through the process of finding your passion. Um, and so um, I'm really big on questions. Uh, for those of you who've heard me speak before, you know, uh, I believe questions are key, like really drawing out and mining the rich deposits within people uh, are done through asking quality questions. Um, there's a really good book by John Maxwell on that of good leaders ask great questions. And it's true. Uh, the more uh, you understand how questions not only to others can impact your life, but also into internally into yourself, you're going to unlock some incredible, incredible things. So a lot of this session today is just that. It's actually how to ask these questions, how to pinpoint your passion through asking quality questions. So I'm going to read you some questions that I've got on my screen here. Uh, and I want you to, to take time and think about them. Write them down and actually take time after this live stream to go through and answer these questions for yourself because this is going to allow you to pinpoint your passion. So the first question, what types of things do friends, colleagues, or family members usually seek your input on? So think about it like um, the people who know you best, right? Your, your colleagues, your friends, your family, where do you find that they just naturally gravitate toward you and start asking questions? Maybe you're a computer whiz, okay? And maybe they always ask you questions on, on, on computer-related stuff. Or maybe you really, really enjoy a certain sport. And so if they ever have, you're, you're more of the athletic inclination. And if so, maybe people ask you questions on sports. Well, usually that can kind of determine wherever those type of skills lie. Well, normally in order for that skill to develop, it takes time. And so normally where you invest your time in, that's what you enjoy and you find some sort of joy in it. And so that could be a very good indicator of what your passion is. So again, that question is, what types of things do friends, colleagues, or family members usually seek your input on? It's a really good question. Next question. What gets your blood boiling? What's a problem in the world that you'd love to fix? So sometimes anger, right, channeled correctly, can be a great indicator of a passion of yours, right? Like, I'm passionate about something. We use that word, right? I'm passionate about seeing this changed or that changed. Well, a lot of that comes from a passion rooted deep inside of you. And if you can pinpoint that, if you can find that, if you can identify that, then you can channel that and uh, bring your calling into it and find your vision. So again, the question is, what gets your blood boiling? What's a problem in the world that you'd love to fix? All right, next question. What's been a common theme in your life? What's something that people would say about you in each job that you held? Why do I say job specifically? Because those people aren't like your family. A job is, is they know you and they know you well and you spend a lot of time around them, but they don't know your intricacies like your family does. So your coworkers are a really good gauge of your passions because like I said earlier, what you spend your time on and what you talk about 
is usually stuff that you take joy in or you take enjoyment in. And so, uh, yeah, if, if a coworker or someone at work says, oh, I know what, uh, what, what Andy loves. Andy loves fishing. That's his passion. That's what he loves to do. Well, it's probably because you talk about fishing, right? And so that's a great example of an idea of a passion, right? Asking yourself, has there been a common theme in your life? What's something that people would say about you in each job that you've held? Also, this is my favorite question. So make sure you write this one down. This one is, what is something that when fully immersed in, you lose track of time? I'm sure you can think back to a time where you uh, were watching something or you were reading something or you were on the computer researching something and the next thing you know, you look at the clock and it's three hours later and you're like, where'd the time go? It just flew by. Well, when you're in a scenario like that where time just flies by, that's usually a good indicator that what you're doing, you really enjoy and you really love. Um, and so think about that. Like, have you ever fallen down the internet black hole or the rabbit hole of the internet and then just been searching stuff and an hour or two later you emerge <laughs> and you say, how did I get on that? What were you researching? What were you looking at? That's a pretty good indicator of something you're curious about or maybe it's a passion of yours. And so um, I love that idea, by the way, that idea of, like I said, when you're totally immersed in something, you lose track of time. That's a great sign of passion. Um, Tony Robbins and a lot of like, um, a lot of uh, motivational speakers in today's age call that the idea of total immersion. And you can actually learn more about that um, uh, by looking at some of their resources because they talk about that there, total immersion. Well, what is total immersion? It's the idea that the most important thing now uh, in the moment swallows up all of the non-important priorities around you. So all of the loudness of your day and the busyness of your day and everything else in your day gets swallowed up by the by you being engrossed in that one thing and it becomes the the what they call the MIN, the most important now. And then all the NPs, which are priorities, which are important, but they're necessary to purpose. They're all the busyness during the day. They're making dinner. They're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing that. They all get absorbed in. And so it's kind of like a, a blob chart if you think about it. It's like in the center, you have the most important thing you're doing right now. And then around the outside, you have all your necessary to purpose busy things. And when you're in that moment where you're totally immersed, all of that just gets absorbed and sucked into the most important now. And that's the idea of total immersion. Um, and so the things around uh, you, those, those necessary to purpose things, those are very, very important. They're key. They're key uh, kind of transient things, right? They're key like, I need to take a flight to get to where I need to go. I need to eat a meal so my body can stay healthy. I need to make my bed in the morning or I need to sleep at night or I need to take a shower. Those are all, those are all busy things. But what is it that's the most important now, the MIN? When you get, when, when you get uh, sucked into the MIN, and you're fully engaged in that, in your most important now, that's usually an area that you're passionate about. When all those other needs, desires, wishes, wants go away, that's a key indicator. Um, I like to think about it like this too. Think on the flip side. How many times have you been listening to something, reading a book, in a meeting, uh, doing something, driving down the road, and you're just out of it, you're bored. You're like, man, how long is this gonna go? 
and the 30 minute meeting feels like you've been at that for three hours. That's the opposite of total immersion. That's the opposite of most important now. That's the opposite of your passion, right? And so you can use this same technique in the opposite. And you can say, well, let me identify those areas where I'm really, really not feeling it. And then you focus on the areas that you're passionate about, right? It's a good indicator that maybe you're not walking in your passion to the fullest when you have scenarios like that. Now, don't get me wrong. We all have things in our life we've got to do. It's part of being a human being. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about, obviously. I'm talking about those things that are within your control, within your reach, right? So these are all key, key things to answering the question of what is my passion? How do I pinpoint my passion? All right, one other thing that I'm going to mention is... Um, if you can get your focus, this I'm, I'm reading from my notes down here. If you can get your focus lined up with your self-talk, your inner dialogue, and then bring in your physical health, you will be at the state where your passion happens. You can think about it as a Venn diagram, okay? So um, there's this idea of uh, neuro-linguistic programming, if you've heard of it. It's another idea that's been popularized by a lot of um, psychologists and uh, motivational speakers, neuro-linguistic programming. Basically, you can reprogram yourself uh, to become passionate about the things that matter the most to you. And you do that through uh, identifying what your current state is. So think about it as a Venn diagram. A Venn diagram is three circles, right? So the three circles that intersect and you have the middle, you wanna be in the middle of these three areas. Your focus, okay, so that's, that's your mind. Your inner dialogue, that's the conversation you're having to yourself at any given moment and then your physiology, what you're doing with your body. Not psychology, your physiology, what you're doing with your body. And so you gotta get your focus lined up, and that's the hardest thing sometimes. What are you focused on at any given moment? Are you focused on all those things around the circle, all those necessary things that are great, but not the best? That's easy to be done, that, that, I, mean, that, I mean, I'm sorry, that's easy to do, right? To be focused on all those other things. But training yourself to focus and then on top of that, get the inner dialogue. So what does that mean? The conversation you're always having with yourself, your thoughts. You're always thinking, uh, you're always having this inner dialogue back and forth with yourself. Um, that getting that in line with pure focus. So getting your mind centered, right? And then lining that up with what you do physically. So naturally, I'm a very tactile person. Like I like to uh, fiddle with things when I'm in meetings. I like to, uh, you know, be, be actively taking notes or be doing something with my hands. Um, and so because of that, it's often hard to self-control myself, put my hands down, sit on my hands, and, and literally get myself in line with what I'm doing in the moment. And so a lot of times that means I leverage my tactical, I mean, my, my tactile senses to actually engage with where my focus and my inner dialogue lie. But you have to learn where, you, where you're a little weaker. Is it your focus? Is it your inner dialogue? Is it your physiology? Because all of those things have to come together to create your current state. And in your current state, when you get those things to align, that's when you're gonna have your passion. That's where you're gonna start to see those things just line up in your life. Like, that's what I'm really excited about. That's what I love to do because you're, you're doing the most important thing now. So two different illustrations there. I'm trying to drive home the same point of when you're in that moment, when you're in your current state, when you're in the most important now, right? Those two different illustrations and time just flies by. Think about that. What are you doing in those states? What are you thinking about? What are you talking about? What's your inner dialogue? What are you focused on? What are you doing physically? 
those are all good indicators of your passion. So I'm trying to tie here questions you can ask yourself to pinpoint your passion. So those four questions, five questions we talked about earlier, you answer those questions and then you really sit down and you identify, what is it that I just lose total track of time in when I'm working or when I'm doing my day-to-day -day life? Because that's a very, very, very good indicator of your passion. And uh, remember those buzzwords. When you hear neuro-linguistic neuro programming or most important now or necessary to purpose, those are just different ways of saying, I'm trying to identify my passion. Different ways that you can identify your passion. So I'm gonna go through those four one more time. What is, how do you, I'm sorry, what, how do you pinpoint your passion? That's what we're talking about. I'm gonna ask you these four questions one more time so you can write them down. Number one. What types of things do friends, colleagues, or family members usually seek your input on? Number two, what gets your blood boiling? What's a problem in the world that you'd love to see fixed? Number three, what's been a common theme in your life? What's something that people would say about you at each job you've held? And then the last one, what is something that when fully immersed in, you lose total track of time? That's total immersion. So hopefully those four questions help you pinpoint your passion. Again, uh, like we talked about, uh, this is all about finding your convergence, right? Finding the place where your passions and your calling come together. That's your happy place. That's your future. That's the vision that you have for your life. So what I've seen is the easiest way to find your vision is to identify these two things and the convergence of those two things. So again, uh, if you want to learn more, this was a short time I had with you guys, but if you want to learn more, I got an entire section on here. It's even got Bible verses that help back up what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, feel free to order this product. It will bless you. It's a very unique workbook that you follow along with a more in-depth teaching that I take time and break down all of these pieces that I'm talking about in much more detail, much more depth. You can get a hold of your copy by going to visionpossible.net and clicking on products. You've been listening to Vision Possible. To get more information or to contact Butch and Julianne to schedule your private coaching session, go to visionpossible.net. That's visionpossible.net.